What's up, buddy? Yell everything this time, you know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims, yellow big booty, yellow bones. <laughs> yellow rims, yellow MPs, yellow watch, yellow charm ring, chain. Yellow living room set. Lemonade Gucci shoes for my girl. Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 73. We have returned. We have returned. Fought through some technical difficulties, but we're back. <laughs> yeah, we are. We made I'm, it. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. A lot of we football here. to get into today. Yeah, and extracurriculars. As always. <laughs> All right. What game you want to start with? The the most the best game of the weekend and we said was gonna be the Chiefs Ravens. Yes. Man, it did not disappoint. <laughs> highlight after highlight. Sheesh. I mean I'll, I'll let you I'll let you hit the Ravens. Uh, I'm just going to say right off the bat, we're looking at a Hall of Famer playing quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> for sure. It, like, at this point, is it too soon? Absolutely. And I don't care. <laughs> right. Like, right. I watched, when I started watching football, it was right around the year Tom Brady threw 50 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And when I watched that year, I was like, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. Uh, then what? Well, what was the next? I, when I saw Peyton Manning, just dot people up the sideline, up either sideline. It didn't matter. Yeah, he was throwing the ball where only the receiver could get it. I was like, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' first MVP year. Watching him throw and just the things he did, I'm like, this is an all-time great Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. And at this point, we have 20 games. <laughs> if you don't see Hall of Fame, you're not looking. You're not watching the games. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to be a dynasty for the next ten years. As long as he's there. I mean, they honestly they have the current Tom, practically Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, they have the. He's not Bill Belichick, but he's pretty much the closest thing to Bill Belichick. Yeah. Of any coach out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, outside of major injuries, like, what free agent is not want to want to go to Kansas City in the next 10 years? Right. I mean, if you're a receiver, hell yes you want to come to Kansas City. Yeah. If you're a running back, if anything, that takes pressure off of you. So, of course you want to go there. Right. Any defensive players looking to compete for championships. Yeah. And Kansas City, it's easy. And the thing about Mahomes, which I think eventually will separate him a little bit from Rodgers, it's like his his uh not his will to win, but he just finds however whatever it takes to win. Like it's just I I know the Ravens aren't like major uh competition, but Mahomes finds a way, these crazy creative ways to get stuff done. The highlights, man, it's crazy. Dude, every like five plays, I sit back and I'm like, dude, I don't think any other quarterback can make that play. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's just insane. To me, he's he's separating himself as the best quarterback in the league. Like the margins only getting wider and wider with every game. I agree. Completely. And I, th- I think the Ravens are a real team. The Ravens, to me, are a top-tier AFC team. They're looking like it. They're easily the best team in their division right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right now, yeah. They're <laughs> so, hot, man. And we and, talked about Dallas being the hottest team. Right. Ravens are up there, in my and, opinion. And Ravens, the Ravens were in the game. Yeah. Like, and Lamar Jackson didn't have a great time throwing the ball, but part of that was because they did get pressure on him. Really good pressure, too. Uh, and part of that was because they covered receivers well. Mm-hmm. They did. But, and then Ingram Ingram played well. Yeah, he Ingram had a huge game. Yeah. 100 yards, three touchdowns. And he was like, he looked, you remember what C.J. Anderson did to the Cowboys last year in the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. That's what Ingram looked like uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And, yeah. and Jackson, you know, I know he, he doesn't, He's inaccurate when it comes to, co- like, completion percentage. Mm-hmm. But the reason I don't get too upset at him for that is because he doesn't throw picks. No, he doesn't. You would expect a guy who's, you know, considered very inaccurate and is still getting questioned about whether he can throw the ball or not. He, he hasn't thrown a pick since, like, mid-last season. Well, it, because he's so dangerous running, he doesn't have to. Right. You know, a lot of the guys who throw a lot of picks is because, like Eli, he can't go any, he can't go five yards away yeah. from where he's standing. Yeah. Lamar, oh, no one's open. Okay, I'm running. Right. <laughs> yeah, which is great for them. Yeah. And the Ravens do a really good job of playing to their identity. Oh, yeah. I, I thought they, they kind of made a mistake in the first half of trying to, like, win a shootout. Yeah, you're and, not going to do that against Mahomes. Yeah, only the Patriots can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the Packers, we'll see. But and Mahomes gets so many, so many yards so fast. Oh. You said it like two weeks ago, I think. Like in one quarter, Mahomes will get 150, almost 200 yards if he yeah. wants to. He, they have like, I, I, they point, they showed the stats on the, in like during the game. They outscore like every other team in the NFL in the second quarter by like a gigantic margin. Yeah. It's just it's they could put up twenty eight points in a quarter like that. Yep. Just so many weapons. Without Hill. Exactly. He played amazing, yeah. Like you could be any like on some teams the the number one option gets to shine. On some teams, because the number one option is so good, maybe like the Falcons. Because teams are so focused on Julio Jones, the number two guy gets to shine. Yeah. On Kansas City, the fifth receiver could get you 150 yards. Yeah. And Mahomes yeah. is just... Mahomes will find him. Mahomes will just beam it down the field, and it's right in the receiver's hands. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. He's a freak, man. Man, I and, and he, like you said earlier, he is a great leader. Like, you feel... He... People, like, teammates respond to him on the sidelines... He yeah. does a great job. Like, when they're playing home games, he's involved with the crowd. He makes everybody better. Yeah, he just has a nice joy to how they play. Mm-hmm. He's just an all-time great. And the thing is, I think that's such an overlooked trait of quarterbacks is making other guys better. Yeah. Because there are guys who are 
super talented, but is they're the only talented person on the field. They're still the only talented person on the field. You know what I mean? I think that's probably Rogers' biggest flaw. It is. It is. He just he's not really a leader. He's a, an incredible quarterback. Right. But you have to lead at certain points. And that's the one of the best attributes of the Brady's, the Breeze. Yes. yes. Um you know, even uh, Rivers has a little bit of that sometimes when he's on his game. Yeah. But it, making the guys so much better is just it's fun to watch too, man. I think Mahomes would go out there all scrubs, all, you know, fourth round <laughs> third round guys and win any game he wanted I, to. I believe it. Yeah. You know. Um Speaking what, of the Saints, you mentioned Drew Brees. Uh yeah. I think they had probably the most impressive win of the weekend for me. That's fair to say. Uh to because Seattle is a real team. Yeah, are they a Super Bowl contender? Probably not, but you know, you don't have many Super Bowl contenders as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Seattle is a good team. And yep. to go in there, and, and they've had, I mean, the Saints have probably had the toughest three-game schedule out of anybody. I would agree. They played, who did they play? The Texans. Uh, Drew Brees got hurt against... The Rams. The Rams. Yeah. And and now you play Seattle like that's three good to great teams. And Dallas next. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. But but to go in but to focus on this game. Oh man, Kamara really stepped up. He did. Cause I was yeah. just I was thinking to myself like, you know, Kamara really hasn't done anything this year, and he kind of fell off at the end of last year. Um. And he's still getting talked about in the like the top three of running backs. Yeah. And he proved it on Sunday, man. Yeah. He broke so many tackles. Yeah, and receiving he received really he, well. He was catching the ball, running the ball every time they needed. If you put a running back in a position to have to break two tackles, and, and he does that to get you a touchdown or get you a huge first down. Uh, that's an elite running back in my eyes. He's a he's a big game guy. Yeah, he stepped up. I thought a lot of guys stepped up for the Saints. Uh, I thought Bridgewater was a good game manager. Yeah, and you know Bridgewater, he's a proven player. I mean, he's he's been around. Yeah, he's not trash, but he he gets in he gets it done sometimes. I think he's he's a I don't want to say top tier, but he's a good uh, backup quarterback. Yeah, he is. And, yeah. and looking at the Saints, I, I was really impressed how they adjusted. Yeah. Because, I mean, when was the last time they played without Drew Brees, like, well? <laughs> I can't remember. Right. And, yeah. And now looking at them, they're 2-1 and one out of the, you know, I'm, I'm going to say they lose to the Cowboys just because, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Dak Prescott will outplay Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh, but you're 2-2 two and two and you just played probably the hardest four games of your schedule. Yeah. You're in good shape as far as I'm concerned. I think so, too. Yeah. So, I, I think the Saints, I know a lot of people wrote them off when Breeze got hurt. Uh, but missing six games, they could survive that. Yeah, Bridgewater can win some games. I mean. Right. And they have a very good roster. They do, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have anything to say about the Steelers 49ers game? 
Skip. I think the 49ers are fluke. They are by far the most fluke 3 and 0 team. Yeah, I mean, look look at uh, the Steelers, man. Right now. <laughs> the Steelers are a and I, they're a dish the guy they uh, signed uh, or got from the Dolphins, Fitzpatrick. The yeah. the defensive guy. Yeah. Uh I thought he was pretty good. Mhm. And, and I, I don't know what Mason Rudolph is yet. I haven't really seen him do anything to be honest. Right. Um but dude, the 49ers are not good. No, they're not. They like they Garoppolo has been Baker Mayfield-esque as far as I I'm seeing. <laughs> In a bad way, you think? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, he the turnovers <laughs> yeah. are like bizarre. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Like it's just awful reads where defenders are jumping not even the route. They're just jumping your pass. Yeah. And you just can't do that as a quarterback. Like, you can't do that. You can't turn the ball over and where it's such a bad turnover, you're just putting the other team in a position to score. Mm-hmm. And that's what Garoppolo has done in several of their games. He did that against Tampa Bay in opening week. And Jameis outdueled him for, you know, who could play worse. But, <laughs> like... Garoppolo has gotten so lucky. <laughs> yeah. It just he he has not shown yeah. anything to me that uh that you know why he got paid. Like I don't see 5-year 150 million dollar quarterback or whatever he is. I agree. And he got that before he ever proved anything to me. Right. He won 5 meaningless games to end a year and he gets a max contract and it the craziest thing is he won five games he he didn't even carry them right it's not like he just he threw for you know 20 touchdowns in five games he threw for an equal amount of touchdowns as he did interceptions yep and he got a max contract and, and credit to the 49ers because i think they've roster wise they've gotten much better mm-hmm. uh but man they are not good and I, I have to see them beat somebody real before I even consider them as a good team. That's fair. Yeah. And the Steelers are trash. I mean, I was wrong. I'll say that. I thought their roster was, like, still high high quality. Yeah. Uh, but I can admit when I'm wrong. And I was I thought they could win the division. Juju and James Conner can't do it alone. And they, they have really underperformed. Yeah. Especially Juju. I agree. Yeah. Connor, you know, running backs, I give them a pass because they, their success is very predicated on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Juju has looked like a deer in headlights as a number one guy. He's looked average. Right. Yeah. Um, I have a hot take. <clears throat> I don't think the Cardinals are winning any games this year. Not one? <laughs> Are you talking about because of what you saw against the Panthers? Um, yeah. It it just I just don't think they're bad. They're really bad. I don't think they could beat anybody, man. They're to me they're just as bad as the Dolphins with a much better quarterback situation. Yeah, I agree. Cuz I like what I'm seeing from Kyler Murray. I know he didn't play well. Uh, but I thought they let him loose running the ball. Yeah. Uh, and he actually looked very good running the, in, out of designed runs. Mm-hmm. 
and and the Cardinals are kind of figuring out what their offense is. Yeah. Because it looks very different from game to game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I, I actually like that because they should know that they're bad. Like, they shouldn't be trying <laughs> to, you know, make a playoff run or win it's, a bunch of games. They like, should be practicing they, live exactly. action. Exactly. Yeah. They should be letting Kyler Murray get reps and, and figure out, you know, who he is as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, they got to protect him. Yeah. But, you know, I, the Cardinals aren't exactly the most well-run organization the last five, ten years. Right. They might catch the Giants. They might catch the 49ers one out of the two games. But that's, that's all I see them winning. I think um, they'll win a couple games late in the year. After uh, they just, get it together or when I, teams are I just already... Think, yeah, they're, they're going to catch a couple teams off guard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know. If they play the Dolphins, I'll take them over the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but let's talk about the Panthers for a second. Because <laughs> the Panthers might have found a new quarterback. <laughs> I know. Kyle Allen getting Kyle it done. Kyle Allen... Uh, there's, there's there's some other new quarterbacks that we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Uh, but Is Kyle, we're starting, imp- Kyle impressed me the most. He's impressed you the most. Yeah, and and we'll talk about another guy in 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 on your team, but we'll get to that. Uh-huh. Kyle Allen to me, because I I knew nothing about him. He's undrafted, right? I'm pretty sure. That's fire, dude. Some of the plays he made. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I was just like, "Whoa!" Like he's mobile, and and he's accurate while he's mobile. Yeah, like that's that's a rare skill for a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and and he just man, he made some plays, and I'm like, "Damn, Cam Newton didn't look that good running with the ball." <laughs> yeah, or at Not least this he, year hasn't, he hasn't. He hasn't looked like that. If Cam Newton hasn't looked good running the ball in like five years. No, you're right. Because he's barely done it, and and the Panthers, to me, to me, they have to move on from Cam Newton. And I know that might be a hot take. Um, but the the Panthers, which and this makes no sense to me, they have attempted to reinvent Cam Newton as a pocket quarterback. Yeah, it's, that's just that's not his game. Right. It's not his game. I'm sorry. It's it's one thing. Lamar Jackson's in his second year. So I can say, you know, I, if Lamar Jackson gets five years, I think he'll be a sufficient pocket passer. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to be Peyton Manning. Right. But he can make the throws that you need your quarterback to make. Yeah. Cam Newton, to me, has shown ever since his MVP year, which at this point is clearly an outlier. Mm-hmm. It's clearly... Yeah. And he just—he's not accurate, doesn't make good reads, and they have taken away his best attribute, his legs. Yeah. So you're you're limiting his best attribute, and you're forcing him to develop a skill that in eight years he hasn't shown the ability to do. Mm-hmm. At what point do you move on? Right. And that's and that's a that's a tough decision to make as a franchise because. You know, Cam Newton, popularity-wise, is probably still top five, top ten. Yeah. Uh, and just he he puts fans in the seats. Yeah. But but the way he's played in the last year and a half, he deserves to be benched. Yeah, yep. 
And I'm not saying Kyle Allen is the answer because I'm, I'm not going crazy off of one game. But watching him in that one game, I'm like, dude, Cam Newton can't dream of making half these plays. Right. So, and the Panthers are a really good roster. They're a competitive roster. They should be a playoff team that could even upset a better team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, and with the way Cam Newton's been playing, like, he just has to sit. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with everything. Yeah. And, and Cam, the other problem with Cam is the one thing he had as a um, – that he did exceptional other than passing, he doesn't do anymore. Right. And that's the one thing, you know, like you mentioned Lamar – Lamar still has the exceptional running game, the, you know, exceptional... He still has really good vision, but nothing Cam does is exceptional. And then he does everything really bad when it comes to passing. Yeah, and, and watching him throw the ball, it honestly, it's looked like the, it's getting harder and harder for him to throw the ball. Yeah. Now, that could be injuries. Uh, it probably Some of it probably is. But I'm, I, you know, in at what point do you gotta sit him? Right. He's not Brett Favre. What's the point of playing him if he's playing like garbage? Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It's just I I hate to think that like Cam Newton will be out of the league in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just he just hasn't adapted with the times. Yeah, yeah, and and, I've, and I'm being honest. If Lamar Jackson in eight years is the same quarterback he is today, I'm gonna say the exact same shit. Right. So you know, at a certain point, you just gotta move on. You have to. Yeah. I mean, look at the fucking Giants. It took them what five extra years to move on. <laughs> at least three. Yeah. Speaking of segues, let's let's talk about the Giants. Danny. Danny Dimes. He got it done. Now, he, now listen. Um, congratulations to the Giants and Danny Dimes. It was but, a fun win. Entertaining win. Yeah, but I'm not. He didn't set the world on fire to me, honestly. No, me neither. <laughs> first of all, first of all, they should have lost the game. Yep. Anybody who watched even the highlights should should have seen that they should have lost the game. Right, no Saquon, basically. Right. Um, now, uh, I'm not in denial. D- Daniel Jones in one game showed that he should have been playing over Eli Manning. I agree with that for sure. And just just the 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 legs, the mobility, the decision making. He's the, fearless too. The confidence, like the leadership. Yeah. Uh, it just it's all of it. I was like, dude. Eli Manning hasn't had this in five years, at least. <laughs> and, and, the yeah. better, and the better I watch Daniel Jones play, the more it, the more the Giants piss me off. Because Eli, Eli should have been gone four years ago. Yeah. And it took them a miracle sixth pick that nobody saw coming. Yeah. Like, they should have been drafting quarterbacks the last five years. Yeah. And they're lucky, you know, that he looks great now. And I did see, th- like, a lot of things I liked from him. Mm-hmm. 
But the fact that it took them so long to move forward from Eli Manning just shows me that they're an awful organization. Yeah. And and it scares me for Daniel Jones because you ha- he's going to have to routinely overcome dysfunction. <laughs> he's going to routinely have to set the world on fire for them to win games. Yeah. Because the Giants... The Him Giants, or Saquon. Yeah, they, they stumble into these incredible players completely by accident. You know, like... It just it frustrates me that it took them this long to move forward with another quarterback. And... and I mean... This is this is what I hate about New York. They're acting like they found their savior. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a nickname after one game. <laughs> Patrick, I, I don't remember Patrick Mahomes getting a fucking nickname after playing one game, even though he threw in the, his first game he threw six touchdowns. Right. But but Danny Dimes all all of a sudden is <laughs> is the New York football savior. <laughs> Yeah, all these you know, all man. these Giants York, fans man. coming out the coming out of hiding, posting him him on Instagram and on on all over social media. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is why y'all suck, right? This this is exactly the type of shit that that why you guys suck because you overhype every successful thing that you get. And look at who we beat, Tampa Bay. <laughs> Yeah. If if Tampa Bay is a statement win, then again you're in denial. Like the Giants are an awful team. Yeah, they have a bad secondary. They really don't get after the quarterback. Their offensive line has marginally improved the last four years, which again makes no sense because Eli Manning has been getting his ass whooped for half a decade. I know. Their offensive line has been bad. Eli has won through the bad offensive line. It's this been is, bad for a long time. It's just time. so crazy to me that Eli has survived. Like when the, when <laughs> survived. the Cowboys, that's what he had. What, that's what honestly what he's done. I know, yeah. Because you look at what happened to Tony Romo in Dallas. Yeah. When they didn't have a line, he he literally broke his collarbone like every time he played. Brett was the same way. Brett Favre. Right, and Eli Manning has survived, you know, four or five years without protection. Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons why I've been saying that you have to move on. Eli Eli is such a veteran that he, because he's immobile, he would just stand in the pocket and take the punishment. Right. And you just, you watch the Giants the last couple years, nobody cared. Even, Even when they had their good year like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared about them. Nobody considered them a, a good team or a, a real contender. Right. Man, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Danny Dimes really keeps the nickname. I hope he throws for 40 touchdowns in the next 13 games. Because cause I do think the NFL's better when Giants are good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sold. I'm not sold after beating Tampa Bay. I'm not sold either. You you barely outplayed Jameis, and you get a nickname. <laughs> Stop yeah, it. barely outplayed him. You're right about that. I mean, how you miss a a 34 yard field goal? 
you won because the other team misses a 34-yard field goal, that, right. that's a loss. Yeah. That's a loss that you escaped with. Because no other team would miss that. Right. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Danny Dimes, man. Daniel Jones. <sighs> what else did you see this dub. weekend? I watched the, um, what was it? The <laughs> Colts-Falcons game, which I really didn't care about. But Colts Brissette, are okay, man. Yeah, yeah, they are. Brissett's doing well, man. Yeah, and they did. They do a good job of of kind of navigating around his skill set. Yeah, like they really like what we talked about prior to the year, where like don't just play Brissett like he's Andrew Luck. Right. They have not done that, which is which is what good organizations should do. Yeah, and he plays. He has. Um, he's very balanced with his receivers. Like he doesn't just throw it to two receivers the whole night. Yep, like uh, Matty Ice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't take away much from... Uh, the Colts and the Falcons are, are one of those like weird, mediocre teams. Yeah. Where the Falcons on any given night could be the best team in football. Mm-hmm. But they could also be the worst team somehow. Right. And I think the Colts... Uh, the Colts are kind of flying under the radar right now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll see how their year progresses. Let's get to the Browns. <sighs> the fucking Browns. I don't even know where to start, man. I I really don't. I. My God, what a fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, is it me? Is Cleveland allergic to success? It's this trust they put in Baker, man. I'm telling you. Baker's like... he's. I don't want to say he's trash, but... Before I get to Baker, I just... I do want to highlight. First of all, you hire a guy who was... Who stumbled into a coordinator position last year as a running backs coach. Yeah. And, and you had success. Yep. He deserves a head coaching job because he... He provided six games worth of success? <laughs> right. Dude, Tyler, if I'm running if I'm running an organization and my coach, the coach I I went out of my way to hire. Everybody told me this is a dumb decision. He does not deserve the job. I was like, "No, he's going to prove you guys wrong." Yeah. And this and this same coach that I fought for it has the audacity to call a draw on a fourth and nine. <laughs> on a fourth and nine. <laughs> against against the team that has easily two of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Yeah. Aaron Donald and, and Namakusu. Yeah. Are are two if not the best, they're the two biggest pass rushers in football. Donald is the best for sure, I think. Right. Yeah, and you call a draw? I would if again if I'm running the team, I would have walked on the field in the middle of the game and, and fired him. <laughs> yeah, and and this was this was a it was a turning point, but it wasn't a backbreaker. Can you mm-hmm. imagine? Can you imagine if he did that in like the final like pos- drive of the game? Mm. 
the fact that you had like just the even Baker Mayfield on the field was like what what are we doing right now? Right. When your quarterback is lost, when your quarterback is confused, when your quarterback is doubting the system you run, that is that is one of the most awful coaching mishaps I have ever seen. Mhm. I just there's no there's absolutely no excuse for that. I guarantee if you go play Madden, put the difficulty on rookie and try to run a draw on fourth and nine, you don't get the first down. <laughs> on rookie? On rookie, and you can put Barry Sanders as your running back. <laughs> <laughs> or any of the greats. Emmett Smith, yeah. who, like whoever. Marshall Falk. Yeah. They still not getting the first down. Well, Marshall right. Falk might have, because he was pretty crazy, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's just it's it's insanity to me. It's utter insanity. I would have fired him on the spot and just that is one of those mistakes that deserves to cost a coach his job. Right. There's no logic behind it. Right. And and I mean, do we need to talk about the endless penalties? It's like the Browns don't know the rules of the game. I know. And I agree. I got to blame the coach for that. Yeah. It's so, no preparation. Yeah, and they've just... They haven't protected Baker. They haven't used their uh, above-average running back at all. In, in late in the game, in their last two drives, they made no effort to go to their best receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. Right. Another reason, if, if I went out of my way to trade for Odell to help your young quarterback to help this coach that, again, does not deserve to be here, and he doesn't even run plays for my most expensive receiver, he's gone. I know. They're, they're wasting Odell there, honestly. A hundred percent. And I give Odell credit because he deserved to have a tantrum after that game. Yeah. Did he have one? No, no, no. He was, uh. he was quiet. No yeah. complaints, no issues. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see from him every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, those criticisms uh, are valid. But at the end of the day, and then you mentioned it from the jump, it, it starts with the quarterback. Yeah, man. And Baker has been atrocious. Atrocious. Absolutely. In in every aspect of the game. He doesn't even look like he belongs on the field, honestly. When I'm watching. He definitely did not Sunday night. It's just, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Uh, first of all, what supposed his accuracy was supposed to be his strength. Did <laughs> where did it go? Right. Oh my God! He misses receivers like so wide, so long. Yeah. And and he's awful at handling pressure because he's been running away from the pocket like he's afraid to take a hit. Mm-hmm. He darts out of the pocket as soon as anything goes wrong, and, and he's not aware of wh- when he's moving with the ball. He's, he doesn't keep his eyes down the field. He's not a good athlete. No, he's not. Like, I watched Daniel Jones scramble, and I'm like, D- Daniel Jones should be scrambling. Yeah. Hell, I watched Kyle Allen, and I'm like, he shouldn't be scrambling, but he definitely should be using his feet to get out of the pocket. Yeah, and Daniel Jones, I mean, he had 28 rushing yards. Right. Big yeah. touchdowns, too. Yeah. And, Guess how many rushing yards <laughs> Baker had? Zero. Negative one. 
<laughs> he, dude, he, when he runs out of the pocket, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He looks he, he he makes himself look even worse when he does that shit so often. He looks like a clown. And and it's like I get the offensive line is not protecting you, but Eli Manning took hits for five years. Yeah. Without an offensive line protecting him. You can't be bothered to stand in the pocket and you have two of the top ten receivers in the game. Right. And you can't get them the ball. Right. Cause it seems like you can't see over your own line. Yep. My God, that is not a good look. I mean, they set him up so much to succeed. And they, you know, just not, he's not doing it. He's, he's, he's gotten worse. Absolutely. Uh, He just looks worse. Uh, If the Jets were any decent, if they had a decent offense, the Browns should be 0-3. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it's not... I, you're you're allowed to lose to the Rams. Yeah. The Rams are a Super Bowl contender. Right. But Jer- Jared Goff was trying to lose that game Sunday night. Right. J- Jared Goff looked just as awful, and I'm waiting for Baker to to just to get to wake up dangerous. Yeah. My guy, you have not woken up dangerous three weeks in a row. Yep. You got outplayed by Mariota, who's about to be benched. You, you, <laughs> honestly, Luke Falk looked like a better quarterback than you. And and he's not even a like he's a third string quarterback. Yeah. And now Jared Goff tried to hand you a quality win, and you made every mistake that you could make to lose the game. Yeah, and you know Lamar is coming to outplay him next week. Oh my God, uh, Ravens are gonna. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to rush to conclusions, but the Browns are just not good right now. No, they're not. They're not good. They, and they have no excuse not to be good. Exactly. They have all the pieces. They're just allergic to this. Is this is why I bring up organizational stability when we talk about teams? Yeah. It's it's. This is exactly why I'm scared for Daniel Jones. Because this could happen to him. Right. And and Baker has been just, you know, you you really find out how great a quarterback is when he can overcome adversity. And Baker has not done that at all. Mm-hmm. He has, he has attributed to more adversity. Because <laughs> if he plays like this for another three weeks. Yeah. We gotta start looking at who's who's backing him up at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. They should. He is. He is look like a. I can't name a starting quarterback who's looked worse than Baker Mayfield. I agree. I mean, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, who cares? It's the Dolphins, right? And uh, the the young guy who they got from Arizona, Josh Rosen. I don't care. Right. I mean, honestly, you can make a case Baker Mayfield has been the worst starting quarterback in the NFL through the first three weeks of the season. I think that's a good case. I do. And that, like, I would understand if he regressed and and his completion percentage was down and maybe he'd, like, you know, he kind of threw the ball away more. But he, he just, his interceptions have gotten dumber. 
he hasn't beaten any real teams except the Ravens early last year. Right. Uh, and he's just been bad, like, in every way. Yeah. Nothing. I can't. I don't have a single positive in the last three weeks. Not one. Yeah. He's just, I mean, they want him to be so great. Like, the media, you know, yeah. they're, they're painting him to be, like, amazing. And he's just, he's not doing it. I mean, it's plain and simple. Anyone who's watching can see that it's not getting done. Yeah, and you can blame the coach. You can blame, you know, weaknesses in your roster. But, but you know, if you if you make the number one pick as a quarterback, you expect your quarterback to, to overcome some of those things. Right. And he has gotten worse and worse. Yeah. Yep. So I, I do think the Browns will finish with a respectable record. Because they, they play some tough games coming up, but, like, their last five, six games are significantly easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like... You know, I didn't believe they were a, a contender, so you know, I'm not surprised by their struggles. Right. But I'm I am surprised by how awful Baker has looked. Cuz he's been just worse than we thought he even could look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's see what else what else we got from this week. Uh I watched some of the the Lions Eagles game. Mhm. Uh, and man, Eagles really, uh, you felt the absence of Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Seven drops, three offensive pass interference. That's crazy. Bro, this, this Collins or Hollins, I forgot his name. It's one of those. Collins. Dude, he was awful. <laughs> My God, every fucking big catch he didn't make. And, and they, dude, I knew the Eagles are fucked when in their last drive, they were trying to use Darren Sproles like a wide receiver. Mm. What are you doing? <laughs> and, and Wentz, you know, Wentz should have had a much bigger game than he did because so many guys dropped passes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the Eagles are fine. I'm not too worried about the fact that they're one and two. Uh, like I said, they're missing their two best receivers. I mean, they, they've been a little underachieving, but they, they could have won every game. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not too too worried about them. All right. Um, I don't have anything else for any of the other games. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, well, I mentioned Mariota should be out as a starter. Yeah. Titans. We got same thing as Cam Newton. I've seen what is this? The, Mariota's fourth year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, third or fourth. Has has does he not look exactly the same as he looked his rookie year? Yeah, he does. Like Mariota has less been, mobile than he. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said before. I thought when he came in, he was supposed to be a mobile quarterback. Like yeah, he, he ran a zoom, lot. In I remember college. he had like eighty yard runs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they gotta stop these these franchises who force their quarterbacks to be like pocket passers. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense. You're forcing a guy to 
to develop his probably his worst attribute and make that his primary like game plan like you're setting yourself up for failure right and the titans gotta move on at some point because the titans are another one of these teams who like who have a good roster they have the roster to win nine ten games yeah but Mariota is just not good He's not, a, he's not a starting, you know, he's he's a mediocre quarterback. Right, and he's very inconsistent. Like, the times he is good, it doesn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the Jaguars did beat him on Thursday night with Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. And Gardner has been pretty fun, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm happy for Jaguars, man. I, I hope they're, like, decent. I hope they the are Jaguars too. are one of the few teams who have been just consistently bad in my time watching football. Yeah. So I, I just I I want them to be good. Yeah. And I, Minshew looks good. I mean, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on any of these guys after two, three games. Right. Uh, but I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. Okay. You got anything else? Any other games? Um. Oh, Deshaun Watson has been this I don't know if this is a hot take, but to me he's been a top five quarterback this season. I agree. Yeah. He's having one of the best seasons out of everybody. Yep. And yeah. the Texans could easily be three and oh if it wasn't for the Saints kicker. Yeah. So and and what's crazy about Watson is he has been a top five quarterback this season with no protection. Yeah. Like he's getting he's getting hit like Eli Manning was getting hit. Yeah, he is. And and he just dude, he I he probably more than anyone steps up right into the sack and delivers a dot. He did he did really well um this past weekend, you know. Yeah, against the Chargers too. Yeah. Keep in mind his two best games have come against the Saints and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Two teams that you could easily meet in the playoffs. Right. Uh and you know that shows me a lot because again he's stepping up in the right into sacks and delivering 50 yard bombs mm-hmm. outside of Mahomes who else can do that yeah nobody and I, I hope they figure out their line situation because they're really good uh but I guess we'll see moving forward mm-hmm. he also doesn't fumble even though he takes a bunch of hits yeah like, yeah, literally that's true. the that's to me he's he has shown so so much improvement in his three years. Yeah, and he's overcome such bad injuries too. Yeah, like you would think Texans would start protecting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Bills Bills are a pretty good three and O team. Uh, I'm not sold on Josh Allen, but. The Bills, the Bills have, you know, been better than advertised the last several years. Mm-hmm. And I think they play really – they have a really good, like, defensive culture. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how real they are because, again, Josh Allen has been kind of a mess. Yeah. Uh, but he is an exciting playmaker. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. And hopefully he gives the Bills the quarterback stability they need, but – uh, we'll see. Yeah. Ooh. I got nothing to say about the fucking Redskins. 
That's fair. There's nothing. Speaking to of say. head coaches, Jay Gruden got to go. Jay Gruden's not out of there in the next five weeks. I'm not talking about the Redskins the rest of the year. That's fair. Keenum. <laughs> I mean, I know what Three Keenum is. My problem is not Keenum. Is Trubisky didn't throw a touchdown. He arrives on Monday night and looks like Tom Brady. Yeah. Come on, Redskins. Are you are you serious? He was just off. This is his game. <laughs> and I, again, Has, why is Haskins sitting on the bench? It's the same shit as the Giants. Why did Eli Manning even play two games? For what? I agree with that. That was that was dumb to me too. Why is Case Keenum still playing? I don't I don't care if he throws for three hundred yards or eight hundred yards. He is a he's a mediocre quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you can't acknowledge that he's a mediocre quarterback. You're a stupid franchise. Right. And I'd rather throw Haskins in there and let Haskins fuck up than than wasting your time with Keenum. Mm-hmm. And I think Haskins is better than people think, too. Because Haskins has a cannon for an arm that Case Keenum obviously does not have. Right. And I, I'm not sure why Case Keenum, like, why they keep dangling him in the league. When he doesn't yeah, really... Teams just keep signing him to play quarterback. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. And, and Haskins... The Redskins, similar to the Giants, they just they need like a new, a new face. A new face to get excited over. Yeah. Like, look at how... Look at what Gardner Minshew is doing for the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars look like they, when Nick Foles got hurt, they quit on this season, and now they're probably going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And, and Daniel Jones could easily do that for the Giants. Yeah. But but the Redskins are just, the Redskins have been a poorly run organization for 20 years, and I don't know what, what I'm expecting, to be honest. Yeah, they've, and, and I, I mean... Recently, they seem even worse, and it seems like they do a lot of stuff for like fanfare, I guess, and not really for the success of the team. I don't know if that's way off, but that's what it looks like. Dan Snyder to me is the equivalent of James Dolan. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's tough. He's he's you know he's in a powerful position, and he runs an organization that he really does not care about. Yeah. And, and nothing about the decisions you've made the last 15, 20 years has shown me that you want the Redskins to be good. Right. You've committed to washed quarterback after washed quarterback. At what point... It, I don't know. Again, I don't even know why I got into it. I said I wasn't I wasn't going to say anything, but... <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. It's frustrating because they're my local team. Right. You, you always want your local team to be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Antonio Brown. Let's get to it, man. Let's uh, get to the free the, agent. The clown of 2019. Yeah. The free agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I, I'll see if he watch him watch him uh film a workout with uh Des Bryant. I guarantee it. 
I believe it. They'll probably both so, be on the Dolphins for the years over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Antonio Brown. I, I really, I didn't want to talk about him, but when I saw how he attempted to retire on Twitter, and and just the <laughs> his his reasons for retiring. Yo, he's psychotic, man. Uh, he There's really something is. really wrong with this dude. A hundred percent. So so I thought you know. For and, and we're gonna we're done talking about him unless he's catching touchdowns on the field. I don't care. Yeah, I'm cool with from, that from this point on. But but since this is our last time getting into the the nonsense that he's been act, you know up to the last year. Yeah, I was like, let me go and and get a list of everything he's done the last like seven months. Mm-hmm. And somehow the list was bigger than I thought, even though I thought it would be a big list. Yeah, and and I just want to point out everything he's done before we get into what he tweeted this past weekend, which just again shocks my mind. Mm-hmm. So we start with his live stream. I mean, you live stream post game locker room. You you should be waived on the spot for that. Yep. Or at least should be fined like a huge amount. Yep. Any any person with common sense knows you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, selfish example one, whatever, we move on. The Steelers don't care because he catches 150 uh, yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Then he gets into a dispute with Big Ben. Uh, you know, whatever, that happens between receivers and quarterbacks, no problem. Right. He decides, this is this is what doesn't happen. He decides to skip a week of practice prior to their last game of the season. And, right. and keep in mind, if they win their last game of the season, they go to the playoffs. So you're basically skipping the practices prior to a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Selfish decision number two. Let's go to the next one. So obviously the Steelers lose. Uh, it's not Antonio Brown's fault. Let me just, uh, I just want to point out, not only does he skip practice, which he gets paid to go to, uh, he shows up to the game in a coat and leaves at halftime. Mm-hmm. Tyler, if you play a basketball game and you're getting <laughs> spanked by 30 yeah. and one of your teammates at halftime who's not playing because, let's say because of an injury, yeah. says, you know what, y'all fucking suck. I don't want to be here. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I would never play with that guy again. For sure. Never in my fucking life. For sure. All right, so let's move on. Selfish decision number 3, he requests a trade on Twitter, I might add. So professional. What a, what a professional guy. He decides, "You know what? I want to be traded. Let me go to Twitter to voice my concerns." Mhm. Again, 3 years left in his contract. But he, but he wants out of Pittsburgh. Right. And and for the sake of argument, you know what? Pittsburgh is some shit. They hate you. Uh, they blame every, you for everything that's gone wrong, which you're not completely responsible for. Mm-hmm. And I understand you don't want to be there. Right. Maybe don't request it on Twitter, but whatever. Yeah. So he gets... He, despite already showing us two instances of I'm a selfish asshole. 
he gets he gets what he wants. He gets traded to an up and coming franchise who are trying to you know put themselves on the ma- on the map after being garbage for thirty years. Yeah, and he even gets a good contract. He gets three years, fifty four million dollars, thirty of which are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And and this is where we start getting out of hand. So I'm skipping his feud with Juju Smith Schuster, despite the fact that Juju was the only one who stood up for him. Yeah, I was about to say, which was completely random. Even when when Antonio Brown was acting like the clown that he's been acting like. Right. But whatever. So he arrives to the Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon. I think I mentioned that a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, when when you got money, okay. If you if you got money and you want to waste it and show up in whatever in a f- Ferrari to training camp, you do that. Yeah. Share sure money. Do what you want. Yeah. This idiot gets a frostbite in- injury from cryotherapy. Yeah. So, which uh, I've never dumb, heard of. Has that ever happened? Mistake. It's just one of those common sense things where if you don't know what you're doing, you shouldn't do it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know certain weightlifting exercises. Like, I'm some shit at deadlifts. Uh huh. You don't see me trying to deadlift 400 pounds. Right. If you don't under, if you you're stupid enough to f- get a frostbite injury from cryotherapy, you don't know what you're doing. Right. So then this fucking idiot, <laughs> and I apologize for swearing, but my god, this like I'm not even halfway through the all the nonsense he's done. Yeah. Right. You're right. This guy leaves practice because he can't use the helmet he wants. Mm-hmm. Now we talked about this too. Definitely. The only one who has a helmet problem. In the league. The only person. And he's... The helmet is such an issue, he can't even be in the in the Raiders organization. It's so bad. Right. Again, the practices you get paid to attend, you miss. Mm-hmm. It took him two weeks to return to practice. Yeah. Two weeks... And a week later, he left again because the league ruled against him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm more shocked as I keep reading. Following him missing pretty much two to three weeks of practice and eventually coming back, he has the audacity to post to social media a letter from the organization fining him for all the practices he's missed. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't understand. I don't know if I'm missing something, but just because I don't, I don't get the helmet I want. That means I can't show up to the facility. You could at least be there, right? Like it's really that difficult for you to be at your job that you get, like you. And they you do plenty paid. of things that don't require a helmet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All you got to do is show up. You can stretch. You can blame your frostbite injury for why you're not playing. Like, yeah. You post the letter from the Raiders finding you to social media. Right. If that's not a waivable offense, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. And then in the same day... 
he gets into a confrontation with his GM where teammates have to pull him away. And I read that he used ridiculous profanity and that it was borderline physical before he got pulled away. Right. And what, now, what could really upset you that much? I don't know any job where you could uh, do that to your boss and not suffer some kind of punishment. Right. <laughs> and, and at this point, we're starting to get to these sociopathic tendencies. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, this is, I got the dates for this. So uh-huh. a, a day later, he offers, and I quote, an emotional apology at a team meeting. Who said it was an emotional? He did? Was, no, I read, I, this was in the article I read okay, that it was okay. an emotional apology. Uh-huh. And, and, and John Gruden, he, he handled all of this stuff so poorly. Of course. But he, John Gruden immediately goes to the media and says, like, I'm excited to have him. We're ready to move forward and, and you know, start playing football. <laughs> yeah. And you think, oh, my God, we've resolved this. Right. We're moving on to greener pastures. Derek Carr is about to start throwing bombs to A.B. It's, it's going to be great. Right. The same day that he issued the emotional apology, I am not kidding, on the same day, he posts a private conversation between him and his head coach, on YouTube. <laughs> that was on YouTube? On YouTube. Uh, I mean, do you even care about playing football or do you want to just build your YouTube channel? Right. Like, where are your priorities? Right. What What possessed you to, to consider in any way that that was a good idea? Yeah. And, and the Raiders do what they can. They fine him two hundred fifteen grand, mm-hmm. which which is which voids his thirty million guaranteed. Right. And and of course he's not gonna play on you know week to week paychecks. Right. Even though, again, all this is self inflicted. None none of these situations. I'm I'm not looking at Big Ben. Like, why does your dispute with Big Ben mean you miss a week of practice? Right. I don't care. Big Ben could have spit in your mouth. <laughs> he could have spit in your eye. You, you don't have the right to miss a week of practice prior to a, a potential, pl- practically a playoff game. Right. Yeah. So he gets fined, and he, he, he loses his guaranteed money. So, of course, he doesn't want to play on the Raiders anymore. Mm-hmm. Again, all this is self-inflicted. But for some reason, we're blaming everybody except, you know, the culprit. Whatever. And another thing, if you want to release, tell tell the organization, don't go to Instagram. Why, why, why is every big decision you've made the last five months has been on social media? Right, or YouTube. I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So the Raiders, the Raiders comply with his demands, and they're like, "Dude, fuck you, get out of here. We don't want you here anyway." Mm-hmm. My God, mm-hmm. and, and which is fair. And who, who comes to who comes to save him? Bill, the, the, the best organization in pro football. Yeah, 
dude, you've been acting like a clown. I have just listed nine situations in every single one. You have been a fucking idiot. Be I, I honestly, I don't know how else to describe it, Tyler. How else could you explain this behavior? I told you, psychotic. It's utter insanity. Yeah. So you, despite all that, you get a chance with the best organization in football. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the dream. They say America is the land of second chances. Is like that literally defines the American dream. Yep. So, so they sign you for a year deal, and the money doesn't matter. You got nine million uh, signing bonus. Uh, I don't remember. I don't think any of it was guaranteed. Uh, I think he had to like go through a certain amount of time before any of the money was guaranteed. Yeah. Which was smart. So we get to in hindsight. A couple days after he gets signed, he gets a uh, civil lawsuit of sexual harassment. Surprise, now, surprise. I'm not going to deep dive into this because it's all accusations and we don't know the facts. So there's no point in trying to guess. Mm -hmm. He plays one game for the Patriots. And they release him. <laughs> yeah. And the Patriots said... Best to move in a direct, different direction at this time. Mm-hmm. Clearly. And, and, Tony, and this really pisses me off. And this is a small thing. Uh, he tweets, thank you for the opportunity. And then he later tweets, the marathon continues. Shout out fucking, to Nipsey. Are, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. You're going to shout out Nipsey when you've been acting like an absolute joke the last six months? Yeah. Like the marathon continues like you've been dealt these bad hands and you just you're just fighting through all this uh controversy dealt these bad hands. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It just again, insane like, there's no sane explanation for this. Right. Now, the the last straw is um <laughs> he he send threatening messages to one of his accusers yeah I, I saw that yeah my guy I mean if if that's not utter stupidity I don't know what is like you're oh my god if you're innocent you found a way to make yourself look like a piece of shit if you're guilty you found a way to make yourself look like even more of a piece of shit mm-hmm so he decides to tweet. <laughs> this guy decides to tweet again because it's it's not Antonio Brown's fault. <laughs> Why would it be Antonio Brown? Why would any of this be Antonio Brown's fault? Right. So he tweets, and I have his tweet, uh, and quote, will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the NFL Players Association hold them accountable uh, because they could just void guarantees any time. Going on $40 million in two months, we'll see if they pay up. If they pay up. There are so many things wrong with that statement. I just, it's hard for me to even get into any of them. Yeah. First of all, who the fuck are you to complain about the owners? Right. I'm sorry. I'm 
if listen, if Colin Kaepernick comes out and says some shit like that, I'd be like, you know what, Cap, you got it, because they they fucking blackballed you and you're out of the NFL because of these fuckers and because they were scared of the the stuff you were talking about, and and you know it's unfair, right? I completely understand if Kaepernick has a fucking problem with the owners. Yeah. But this guy, <laughs> this guy who who can't attend practice when when there's some kind of issue, he he can't be bothered to go to his job. Right. But but they're taking his money. Right. You don't go to work but expect to receive your paycheck? <laughs> exactly. I guess I guess he's so, he must be so dumb that when he sees guaranteed money, he doesn't even read the rest of the contract. I don't even he know saw, what his agent. Like what does his agent oh do? Oh god. His agent has been all over TV like defending him and he's just looked dumber and dumber every single time. I haven't even seen him. That's crazy. It just it's, it's who are you to blame the owners? It's entire you you're the one not going to practice. Right. You you're the one creating these controversies and it's it's not your fault somehow. Somehow you still believe you deserve guaranteed money? Yeah, man. What? And and he another thing he tried to do is he attempted to compare his uh, civil assault to what Bob Kraft had going on with the the massage parlor. I saw that. Yeah. How brain dead can you be? <laughs> Seriously, like, let yeah. me just think about a, a Bob Kraft had an alleged consensual sex encounter with a massage parlor employee. Mm-hmm. The sex trafficking stuff we talked about, all of that has been dropped. Yep. Antonio Brown is being accused of forcibly raping a woman while she repeatedly yelled for him to stop. Right. And you and you compare that to what Bob Kraft had going on? Yeah. You you that's summed what... it up best, man. I that's that's really at that that happened Sunday and he po- he's posted to social media since then like he's this like hardworking, good guy. Like nothing is, like nothing is wrong. I'm just waiting for my next opportunity. Yeah, like we don't know everything else that's going on. What is the matter with you? Right. Did you and, see and him? Uh, didn't he like post one of the women's family yeah, or whatever? A, a picture. Yeah. Yeah. He posted a picture with a woman, and then he like posted her family or something. He's just, he's a maniac, dude. Yeah. He's a f- psychopath, and and they, bruh, Fox Sports tried to have Michael Vick on to like <laughs> to, <laughs> and I felt so I felt so bad for Michael Vick on this. Wow, because because they do this what to him every t- <laughs> every time somebody hits rock bottom, they go to Mike Vick. <laughs> That's crazy. It's, it's just so disrespectful. That is disrespectful. Um, but. Mike, it, 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 it kills me, man. I've, I'm just watching him, and I was, like I put this list together, and I was just sitting there, like, "Are you kidding? Like, how is this possible?" What's next for him, man? What do you think? He's I. Ne- nobody should sign him. Absolutely not. Who who does he help? No one. Who who does this behavior help? 
he's obviously not helping himself. He went from he went from potentially thirty million dollars to making a hundred like twenty thousand dollars for the year. Right. I I read reports that he's apparently he owes people money. Hmm. Like, dude, you, apparently you're not even you're not even as well off as you've been praising, like you're you've been claiming to be. But you can't attend practice. Right. That that's really what kills me more than anything. Like he believes that all he's being treated unfairly, and again. You're the one not going to work. Right. I challenge anybody to find a job where they pay you to miss your work days. Right. For sure. And I never want to... He's banned as much as the other two people on our podcast. I'm down. Unless it's him catching touchdowns or him... Something about his football play, which I'm assuming we're not going to see in the near future... I'd be surprised if he ever plays again. I never want to see him again. If he ever plays again, the NFL should be ashamed of themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if he plays before Kaepernick, which... Oh, my God. I mean, come on, man. Did you see those fake those uh, fake things saying that Kaepernick was getting signed by the Steelers? Yeah. <laughs> That's in the internet in a frenzy. Like, Kaepernick was searched so many times that day, this weekend, just because of that. Mm. I mean, I, w- I want to see Kaepernick back in the NFL, honestly. I do, too. I, I want to see what happens. I just want to see if he still got it. I want to see what happens. Like, I, I think it would be big for a team. I don't, I don't really see why it would be negative. Like, I, I know some people are negative towards him, but... As a whole, I think more people want him to play than are happy I, I he's not a, playing. I think a lot of the mediocre teams are scared of the attention he brings. Yeah. Like, I I think a lot of, like, obviously the Steelers could use him. Uh, the Dolphins could use him. The Jets. Uh, shit, Tampa Bay could use him. Yeah. I mean... Uh, but, but it's like, do you really want to handle that pressure... Uh, of of you know if if you're signing him to to sit him, you're gonna have that issue of everybody you know calling for him to play, mm-hmm. and then if he plays, you know everybody's looking at you and you're not even a good team. Like what's what's the point of that? Yeah, yeah, I get that. But uh, I hope I hope I never hear anything about Antonio Brown again. I hope he disappears out of uh, popularity uh and and my only advice to him is for god's sake delete everything social media you you clearly live your life through it yeah clearly and and i don't know if it's the vontes perfect hit from a couple years ago i don't know if you just lost your mind i don't know if it's you just got paid too much money but but you got to figure it out, dude. Cause you you're seriously you make no sense, and I I just don't understand anything you're doing. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Moving on from the NFL. Um. Well, do we have any other sports? You want to talk about Lamelo now? Yeah, we could get into it a little bit. Uh. 
So NBA executives have now claimed that they believe LaMelo Ball could go number one in next year's draft, in the NBA draft. Um, he's preparing for his, uh, what is it, the National Basketball League preseason tournament. Um, hmm. All the NBA, well, a lot of NBA scouts went to Tasmania to. <laughs> that's where they play. <laughs> they went to Tasmania to watch his first game. Uh, he's number three on the ESPN mock draft. But they, um, they think someone could take him at number one. What do you think? Um, what do I think about Lamelo? Uh, <clears throat> I will say that I I like the like his game's development over the last couple years. Yeah, like I think he's developed. He's clearly developing like the skills that he needs to be successful as an NBA player. Mm-hmm. He's gotten much better at passing from the things I've seen. He's obviously like matured and grown physically. Uh, he's. He look. He's gotten away from the shit I really hated about him, which was that, that careless style of play. Mm-hmm. That careless of look of like you're always in a pickup game messing around, like that kind of look. Yeah. He's gotten away from that, which I really like. Right. And he's developing in. From from some of the passes I'm I've seen from him, he is trying to develop into a point guard. Uh, but I, I just think. I just I just don't think he's ready. I think even if he is a top five pick, which he could be, I think he's gonna struggle early on. I think he's gonna have a hard time adjusting to the intensity of the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, the intensity of the fact that everybody is a good player. Yeah. Um, and he's also gonna have to defer a lot more than he's had to, probably in his life. Right. I mean, last time he had to defer was probably when he was playing with Lonzo in high school. Yeah. So he's going to have to learn. And everything I see from him is with him with the ball. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this all the time. You can't just – you can't only be a good player when you have the ball. Right. I don't care if you're the – I don't care if you're Chris Paul. Chris Paul had to learn to move without the ball and figure it out in Houston. Yeah. And, and that was a struggle because of Harden's limitations with the same issues. And, you know, we talk about it all the time with Westbrook, with Lillard at times, uh, with Kyrie Irving. I mean, all these guys have to learn to play without the ball. And I'm seeing the same problems with him. Right. So, uh, I'm, I mean, will he be a top pick? He probably will if they're this excited about him already. Right. Uh, and apparently it's pretty competitive over in Australia. Tasmania. <laughs> but I, I got to see him play here. Yeah. I got to see him play real defense. Yeah. Uh, I got to see him play with real players. I guess we've got to wait for the combine for that. Nope, he's not doing the combine. Come on now. You don't think so? He's he's too good for all that. All the top guys have been skipping that shit for years now. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. I don't know, man. I I think it would be. 
I think it would be this time in his best interest to go to the combine. This time. But, you know, they haven't done everything in his in the best interest so far. So, oh, <laughs> why man. should they start? I, I, just, I hope the one, and I hate to say this, I hope he sucks because of how much I hate LeVar Ball. Uh-huh. Like, I... That's how awful LeVar has become is that he's made me hate his sons. <laughs> yeah, man. He's he's look, been really, really toxic. It's crazy. Look, I, I have no problem with uh with Lonzo until LeVar started coming out talking about he's better than Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. is not better than DJ Augustine. What are you talking about, Steph Curry? Right. And and now and Lavar and I saw the clip of him calling Lonzo uh, damaged goods. Yep. And, and and Lonzo, Lonzo seems to be on the way. Like he's working on separating himself from that. Mm-hmm. And the sooner he does it, the better, man. Yeah. Because I I just think, I think Lonzo will become such a better player with NBA training. Uh, and just better people around him who who want to see him just be successful. Not They're not just forcing him to be successful in the only way they claim that he could be. Right. And, and you know, he has to just – he has to grow as a man, you know, with, with yeah. some men with their heads on straight. And, and to me, Lonzo – one thing – Lonzo's one of the most mature – young athletes I've ever seen. And uh from so far, yeah. And and just the constant insanity that Lavar has displayed, it makes no sense to me. Right. I agree. Uh but it's just gonna be so annoying if Lamelo's a top tier like you know they're gonna have Lavar probably at the draft talking shit. <laughs> they brought all other fathers be... this year. Yeah, Lavar's gonna come up, and Lamelo's not even gonna get a fucking word in because Lavar's gonna talk about how he's the next Jason Kidd or the next Magic <laughs> Johnson, like Jason Kidd. <laughs> get him the fuck up out of here, dude. Who is who is Lavar Ball? He's a nobody, right? He's a nobody with a f- fucking crime of a brand, charging kids five hundred dollars for shoes. That is a fucking crime as far as I'm concerned. I agree. And and you got your 51% owner exposing your shoes, talking about he has to change them every quarter? Yeah. Dude, if I, pay, if I paid $500 for a pair of shoes and they ripped after one pickup game? Yeah. Dude, I would hunt down the fucking <laughs> owner and beat the shit out of him with the shoe, with the ripped shoe. <laughs> yeah. My God, five hundred dollars, and you can't even give me a good product. Right. You're a you're a fucking scam. He is a scam, for sure. Not, and it, I'm. I hope Lamelo can overcome all that, but it's it's hard for me to picture that happening. Yeah, I agree. Um. Anything else for NBA? Oh, the tampering, right? Tampering. Yeah. Laws? Um. How important do you think the tampering laws are? I think they're I think they're pretty important. I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. So, I have a list of the changes that have been made. 
Higher fines for tampering. Uh, maximum fine for a team or team executive engaging in tampering doubles from five million to ten million. Nice. Higher fines for unauthor- unauthorized agreements. Um, a team can be uh, fined up to six million for entering unauthorized agreements with a player. Uh, side six deals million? like the ones Joe Smith negotiated with Timberwolves back in the nineties. Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Yeah. Uh, the the like the number one pick guy who was like some shit. Yeah. Who somehow survived in the NBA for a lot of years. Played for Atlanta, I think, at the end. Um, I remember he was with LeBron for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, new fines could also apply to agreements that are reached by teams and players prior to the start of free agency. So all that verbal stuff before free agency starts, it looks like it's going to be a wrap for that. Thank God. I know. I hate that, too. Um, I like, I'm really starting to like uh, Adam Silver more and more. Yeah, me too. Um, record retention team executives must retain all communications with players and their representatives for one year this record retention policy prevents a team from convincingly claiming that it no longer possesses records of communications oh yeah so (laughs) oh yeah we deleted that email but yeah we we didn't we talked to him yeah you know um Failure by a team to preserve a record can now more readily for the basis can now more readily for the basis of the league punishment. Um, formalized record retention procedures should place the NBA in an enhanced position to investigate and obtain relevant in- evidence. Okay. Um, random audits. Although the details of the audits remain unclarified, the NBA and any firms it hires will be able to audit up to five randomly selected teams a year. Okay. Um, Certification. Every year, top team officials will be required to certify in writing that they did not engage in tampering or engage in impermissible communications with free agents or their representatives and that the contracts they sign satisfy all applicable league requirements. We needed that, too. And uh, finally, mandatory reporting, an obligation that the teams report with 24 hours any demand by a player's representative for impermissible benefits, a rule that mandates reporting ought to Deter agents from seeking impermissible benefits. Teams would need to report the request to the league. If a team fails to do so, it would be subject to sanctions. Okay. Um, Cleaning up this whole recruitment nonsense. Yes, finally. Thank fucking God. (sighs) Watch LeBron come out and say, oh, they just don't want us to have our rights. (laughs) When he's the you know tampering king, we we usually we usually kind of take that the athlete side. Like I, I encourage athletes to make their own decisions. Yeah. Like I, I, the whole the notion that like you should be loyal to the team that drafts you. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I completely understand. If you're in a shitty situation, you want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. But but with with player power. <laughs> Like Spider-Man, with player power comes responsibility. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at look at Antonio Brown. 
Yeah. You, there is such a thing as too much power. Right. And, and LeBron's been finessing a system for, you know, years now. <laughs> yeah. And it's gotten worse and worse. Yeah. You're right. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard was a lot of finesse. What, four franchises? And one night. Durant finessed two to three at least. In one night. <laughs> LeBron's been finessing like half the league for the last decade. Yeah, nonstop. <laughs> like, like, come on, at what point do we draw the line? Yeah, I'm with you. Fine, it's finally for me, man. I, I'm sick of LeBron's tampering for sure. LeBron has all his, all his boys tampering. Out of control. Like, we've gotten to the point where it, the the logic used to be you should, whatever the problem is, you should be a great enough player to just find a way around it. Right. Now, now there's, there's a fucking excuse for everything. Yeah, I mean, LeBron and Rich Paul sitting front row at Zion Williamson's game. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious, too. <laughs> right. Like, it's so obvious, but just because we can't confirm it or prove it, we're, like, we're trying to give him the benefit of the de- No. Get out of here with that. Right. Yeah. Earn earn your success like a real professional athlete. Yeah. Stop trying to finesse the system. Stop trying to find shortcuts to to success. Right. Right. And again, like I said, I'm Adam Silver has been focused on the the proper issues for the last 5 years. Yeah, he's done a great job, man. He's focused on the right rules that have been questioned. He's focused on the issues that the NBA has had and he has attempted to improve them. Mhm. And I I love a lot of the stuff he's doing. I mean, the the Nike jerseys were kind of a of a, a mishap at first. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I'm jerseys aren't that big a deal. <laughs> the jerseys have overall been all over the place since he's been in his role. Yeah, they they try to commit to shirts. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. That shit. Le- I remember LeBron tore his sleeve. I was like, yeah, this it's a wrap for the shirts. <laughs> yeah, once LeBron doesn't like it, it's over anyway. <laughs> we we've barely seen him since. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of I thought they looked cool at least, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's over with. Yep. Anything else for NBA? Uh, I, I Troy Brown, for those who know, he's a Wizards player who's been injured the last several years. Last several Troy years? Troy Brown, or last, like, year. Oh, I was about to say, man, I didn't think he was been he in a the rookie league that long. Or, it might be his second or third year. I don't know. Yeah. So he has a calf injury, strained calf. He's gonna be out a month. Oh, it'd be fine. And I, I just, I just want to point out the Wizards are coming into the season with John Wall preparing to miss most, if not all, of the season. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, who just recently fucked up his left thumb. Wow, he's hurt again. Just had, just had surgery, and he's gonna be out two months. Mm-hmm. And C.J. Miles somehow found a way to suffer a stress fracture. Wow. I don't know what they're doing if, to if, y'all if Beal, If Bradley Beal suffers a serious injury trying to carry this garbage franchise, I'm going to scream. <laughs> they should just 
end the franchise if that happens. Just end it and start over with a new expansion draft. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go back to the bullets for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, who? <laughs> What's the center's name? Troy Bryant. Oh, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. It's all him. He got to save the day. Thomas Bryant and Bertans. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm done. I'm not talking. I'm gonna start yelling, and I yelled enough today, so I'm good. Bertans was an underrated pickup, though. He is. He his shot is so cash. I don't think you guys are gonna use him. I don't think Scott Brooks is gonna use him. I mean, right. I thought but. CJ Miles would help us out a little bit. Oh, for sure. With some wing depth that we haven't had, but but yeah, he's not gonna make it. It is what it is. Yeah, he might be done. Him him getting a stress fracture, dude. It reminds me of uh, fucking Martell Webster. Oh wow, dude, we we waited for Martell Webster to get healthy for like a decade. Why? He wasn't gonna do anything when he got healthy. My thoughts exactly. Martell Webster. That's crazy. If you're waiting for Martell Webster to fill out your depth, what are you doing? Your team is trash. Out of out of your mind. Somebody gotta get fired. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. And it's always the people who are the problem usually are the ones who can't get fired. Yeah. So frustrating. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna play your gem. And we'll be back to not talk about music. <laughs> you want to introduce it? No? Uh, no. All right. I just want you to know you deserve the world. I'm apologizing right now. She be staying up. When I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. It's hard to get sleep. She be staying up when I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. Running, running, running the streets. She be staying up. I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. It's hard to get sleep. Fake niggas always caught up in the realest shit. Mama always told me, watch who you be dealing with. Snake bitches can't get wrapped up in your feelings with. Never watered down my niggas on some killing shit. Miami mercenaries, really, that's the double M. Born baller, baby boy, I be above the rim. Quick step, then I plant just like I'm Durant. Peyton Manning with the poems, go look at the stats. Went from sleeping on the floor to pissing my way. All my teachers selling dope, even so me a sack. I wake up in the morning, so I need to smoke. When I need to really keep my queen close. Mac 11, dirty money on my prayer rug. Say a prayer for me, really show a play of love. Time to touch a million, did it with finesse. Never wait up for me, go and get your rest. She be staying up. When I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. Running, running, running the streets. She be staying up. I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. It's so hard to get sleep. 
She be staying up, we be laying up shit. When I ain't around, you lean up with. Fucking, fucking, fucking it up, and I been running, running, running it up, yeah. We call it a gang, but that's who I work with. Who I put in pain, who I put in work with. Always saying something to me when I be running, running, running the streets. But would you still be fucking with me if I was wearing the same jeans for a week? If I was hungry and I ain't have nothing to eat, would you, yeah? Would you still think about it when you up? Don't think about me when I'm gone. Cause I ain't coming home. And you'll be all alone. So think about it when you up. She be staying up. And I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. Running, running, running the streets. She be staying up. I ain't coming home. Running, running, running the streets. It's so hard to get sleep. Running the streets like a running nose. Ain't no love in the streets when you bleeding from a bullet hole. Like Stanley Yell next. He caps his head red. The fence has come across. Lost a man's dead. Dyslexic spell day. Street sweeper clean up the streets like Cascade. They back on the rampage like Quentin. Shipping them off to San Quentin. Ran wicked with some niggas on the block. Still sticking on the beam. Gentrification junkies and fiends. Working later, so I'm sending a message out to my queen. If I don't make it out alive, you and I. It's the only thing important to me in case that I die. Message received. She's a blessing indeed make sure i put something away from when she carry my seed for my unborn son i got a few words left be better than me and everything on my last dying breath ah she be staying up when i ain't coming home running 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 the streets running 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 the streets she be staying up i ain't coming home running 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 the streets it's so hard to get sleep So, uh, really slow music week. Um, yes. <laughs> you, we're not getting any, into anything? I mean, <clears throat> we both listened to Gashi's album for the most part. Uh, quick, give me a quick thoughts. Like, nothing in depth. Um, it's cool. Uh, different. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but like it just didn't it didn't have any personality for me. Nah. It just it was kind of there was like a mix of there was like Vic Mensa in there. I I could hear Travis Scott. It was just kind of derivative of other artists. Yeah. Like I I couldn't I couldn't point to anything and be like this is Gashi's sound. Like this is what I I'm gonna know him to sound like. Right. Uh, I like the I really like the French Montana song, but French Montana fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Why was he on? To me, the best, the easily a hit. Yeah, creep on me, easily a hit. Why? Why is French Montana on your biggest hit? French Montana needs to stop making music too. P- please. I mean, I don't know anyone who. What is he? He he adds nothing to a song. I don't know anyone who still like really really likes French Montana. Honestly, do you? No, not at all. <laughs> like he he he's like a fucking leech to the music industry. Yeah, that's like he that's just, hardcore. But yeah, <laughs> he's successful for no reason. 
and I understand he's successful in other things. I got no problem with like whatever else he does. Mm-hmm. But his music is awful. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. What else about it? Anything? Uh. No. I mean, I, I would. It's an enjoyable listen overall. It is. It is. It is. Like it's it's easy to listen to. I think it's it's not too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good length, and I had fun with it. I mean, if you got nothing to listen to this weekend, I I I check it out. Yeah. And you probably don't have much to listen to. Right. Yep. So that's it for music for the day. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been going back to some Jacques, some fan affiliated mixtape. Yeah. He um. Did you hear his new single? No. Oh, it's it's hard. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Him and I think there's another. Uh, what is their Young Money thing called again? Rich Gang? No. Oh. They were the other thing, right? I think that's coming <clears throat> back though. It's Young Thug and Gunna. Young Thug and Gunna, of course. Yeah. <laughs> if it's good, it's good though. It's good, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's tough. Um, what is their thing called? It's not Rich Gang. Uh, it might be Rich Gang though. Yeah, it is Rich yeah, Gang. It's Rich Gang. Young Doug and Jacquees. Yeah, there's Rich Gang two coming out. Apparently, they're in the studio. That's nice. Uh, we could talk about what I <laughs> remember. What I sent you a couple of days ago. What? Uh, about the, about our our favorite artist of all time, J. Cole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> J. Cole has officially retired from doing features. So, what do you think? <laughs> you believe that, first of all? No. I don't either. This type of shit makes me hate social media, bro. And he doesn't do... Like that many features anyway uh, Like I think he's one of the Least active Feature people He pops up like once Every two months Yeah tops And, he, and if and it he is kills it. I mean he kills it for the most part And if it is it's on like You know it's not on Who you want him to be featured with Usually yeah no. Yeah it's like random Like Moneybag Yo was Wild, yeah. Um, what what is this new one? Gangstar? Who who is that? Gangstar is like really a real old. I don't even think Gangstar is still alive. Honestly, I think it's a posthumous thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's that, which is a weird one to retire on. There might be more coming out that just haven't been released yet too. So. I don't know, man. I for some reason I can't even care about that. I yeah, I don't give. A, I, I hated that it even popped up in my news. Yeah, like I was like, dude, this should not be like an announcement. Like, fuck you. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm retiring. Just just don't do features. You don't have to. Re- 
You don't have to announce retirement. Just don't do them. If you don't want to do them, that's that's fine. Nobody's nobody's. Ma- I haven't been begging you to make me. You know what I mean? Like, we got Revenge of the Dreamers three. You let us down. That's it's enough. <laughs> you let us down for the last what two three albums in a row? It's three for me for sure, including Dreamville. They talk about I don't want to do features. I'm gonna. I don't, he probably said some, sh- I didn't even see the whole thing. He probably said some bullshit, like, I'm going to focus on my own music. Like He did say that, yeah. Focus on his album, his upcoming maybe album. You sh- maybe you should focus on your own music, because like I said, you've been letting us down for three plus years now. Right. Put me to put me to sleep with two projects in a row. Right. You got some nerve. I wish, if Kendrick Lamar did that, I I'd never listen to him again. If if Drake had the audacity to put me to sleep with two albums in a row, yeah, I'd be like, dude, what the hell happened? Yeah, he wouldn't do that though. He knows better. Exactly, the greats don't do that. Right. That's fair. <laughs> Retiring from doing features. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's just weird. I don't know. I don't like all this retirement talk. It's just getting kind of corny to me, honestly. I don't even want to hear it. I, it's seriously, social media is getting out of hand. It is. It really is making is making people do crazy things. It's it's everything is now exposed. Uh, everything is out there, and that is just that's just a bad way to live, man. Yeah, and it, and everyone is doing something to like tap into someone's feelings of like whether it's good or bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is to make someone feel something instead of just, you know, just do whatever you're doing. I don't, I don't get it though. It's just it's the people who like who live through social media. That's what I don't get. Mm-hmm. Like you really find more value in having people see your shit online than doing something in the real world like how does how do you think like that right hey at the end of this year we should do a uh like nba awards for uh hip-hop or not just hip-hop but for music artists like mvp defensive player of the year (laughs) rookie of the year six man Yeah, yeah that's good yeah we need that we need that that's really dope. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like I'm totally off the J Cole thing. I I don't know why. And I was listening to him all day today. Actually, the other, the older J Cole, not Jermaine, not the of one with course. dreads. The ones. Yeah, I'm done with Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, the the J Cole before dreads. Oh yeah, I listened. I listened to him literally all day today. Um, Dude, I I could put on Friday Night Lights at any time, and I would never skip a song. Oh, for sure, for sure. Friday Night Lights and the Warm Up are two of my favorite mixtapes ever. And you know, if anybody told me Friday Night Lights is the greatest hip hop mixtape ever, I wouldn't even argue. Oh no, no, there's no way to argue. Definitely not. But Jermaine Cole, no, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um. All right, moving on. Anything? <laughs> News wise, not really. Yeah. Um. I'm very excited for uh um Kirk. The baby's gonna drop something. Yeah. 
You did you hear I'm the ready. intro? No, nah, I saw it came out. Man, he's he snapped on it, man. He killed it. I'll play it as my Shit. gym because I don't really even have a gym today. I'll play it. Okay. Um. Uh, I mean, we can get into the show before we get out of here. Yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah. So we've been we've been a little negative today, mostly me, I'm sure. Uh, looking back, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I found a a gem of a show that you have told me before, and and I you know I had a hard time finding where to watch it. Yeah, well, you finally. And I've been I've been kind of uh, I haven't really I've been off the superhero thing like a little bit the last few months. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And and I just kind of wanted to get back into it, and I figured it was time. You told me it was a great show. Uh, some one of my other friends told me it was a really great show, <laughs> and, and I was skeptical because I I really didn't give a shit about Teen Titans when I was growing up. I didn't either. Yeah, like I I didn't watch any of the like the shows, any of the cartoons. Yeah, I didn't really care about the characters like that. Like I knew about Robin, I knew about the Titans, but again, I didn't care. Yeah. And and I started watching, and I was I was skeptical, like going into watching the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my God, was I wrong? <laughs> yeah. If this is one of the best, uh, I haven't seen a superhero show this good since, uh, da- uh, honestly, Daredevil. Uh huh. Yeah. Daredevil was, and that's in Daredevil season one was the last time where I'm like, man, this is an incredible show. Mm-hmm. And it, it is it's so realistic. Yeah, it's so real world. It's so, it's so well made. And and it's called DC's Titans. For those of you who don't know, you can only watch it on the DC like their their Netflix. Yeah. Um. But I I finessed. I figured out like some illegal link. Yep. Uh. To to watch them, but. My God, I'm six episodes in, and I honestly, I didn't want to do the podcast today because I didn't want to stop watching the show. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it fire, man. So, I, I ran through so it in two days. Good, I had to. Yeah, it's great. I was, like I, I was watching season one, and they're, or I'm watching the first episode, and they're just like introducing Karen. I'm like, damn, this is cool. Yeah, like shit, this is kind of cool too. Like I like what they're doing here. And the casting was shit. I'm three episodes in, and it's all like super lit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dude, they cast the they cast Nightwing flawlessly. Yeah, he's perfect. He is so flawless. And I've seen him in other stuff, and I I didn't yeah, like a him. a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh no, not this dude again. Then he, he was he, starts- he was a mess. He was a mess in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a mess in some sci-fi movie I, I like watched years ago. The Giver, I didn't like him in there. Yeah, another one that was a stinker. <laughs> it was something else big he was in, though. I, I can't remember right now, but yeah. And he was kind of being pushed to be like this famous, like popular actor, and he never really made it made that happen. Yeah, when he was young, you know, he was kind of like, the cute dude, cute guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I... Typecast. He got typecast pretty quick. Yeah, he did. But, but... He I don't is, ever want him to flawless. stop being Nightwing, ever. He is flawless, dude. <laughs> the, the, ja- the little... 
And the show is so good with like the tiniest details. Yeah. Like the, the little jabs he throws at Batman are so perfect. Yeah. Are so perfect, and they, and everything is handled maturely. Um, they're never like. The the show moves in such a clear direction, and it's so well paced, and you never feel like you know that you're kind of. They're not giving you enough of a character. It, it, it just, it's so good. Yeah, it, it is. It's really, really good. Everyone gets, like you said, they give you enough of everybody. Everyone gets their spotlight. Yeah, and I love how the show, I, I don't really want to say anything because I don't want to, like, give any detail away. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they focus, they start off focusing on a certain character or one of the Titans, and I thought that was so well handled. Mm -hmm. It kind of gave a reason for, you know, putting them together. Yep. Uh, and, and I just, like, I just watched the Asylum episode. Yeah. The fire. Man. Man, I was just, I was, I'm sitting there shook. I mean, they have, they have this thing called the Doom Patrol, and I don't know, I didn't know anything about it. I'm not going to say anything about it. Yeah, they have a, Doom and, Patrol has its own show, too. The characters from that, I was like, this is, this is incredible. Yeah. This is the best universe setup I've seen probably ever. Because now you want to go watch Doom Patrol, right? I, I want to watch Doom Patrol. I want to learn more about the, the two heroes that uh, Nightwing went to early on in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it's every every role is well cast. Mm -hmm. The villain situation is like the perfect level of mystery and and intensity, where it like the villain is competent enough to where it's a real threat. Yeah, that uh, is key. Also we, and we talk about that a lot, but the. The yeah, real threat you understand the the motivation of of both sides. Yeah, the chemistry between the team is of course flawless. Yeah, I mean, like they're they're in a warehouse at one point showing each other powers, and it's it's so funny. Mm -hmm. It's just this, and they handle all the little things so perfectly. Yeah, I uh, just I cannot stress how great of a show it is. Everybody's. Again, you don't have to like superheroes. No, you don't. You don't have to like the the Titans. You don't have to like why you don't have to know the material. It's just you just sit down and watch the show. I guarantee you will be interested. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I was a little skeptical on uh Starfire at first. I was too. When she when she first popped up, but I I've grown to kind of like see what they're going for. It's it's a it's a cool it's a unique perspective. Yeah, fun fact, she was the um the mom in the in the uh flashbacks in us. Like when Oh wow. When Lupita was a little kid in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mom, that was her, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. It was just random random fact. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I didn't even recognize her because us was very forgettable for me. Yeah, and and they only showed her like once, so, and really didn't even show her face, so. Yeah, Raven's also really well cast. She is the yeah. actress that plays Raven does a great job. And I, you know what else I liked that I didn't know, the age disparity like. Yes. They did a good job, cause like. Yeah, I was talking. 
I was talking to my girlfriend about that because we've been watching it together. Uh huh. And and she's just as hooked on it as I am. Like, you, again, you don't have to care about the material, but like, there's an age gap between two of the characters. Like, two characters are significantly older than the other two. Yeah. And they play that so well. They do. Yeah. It's just everything. It's just there's not a bad honestly. There's not a bad scene in the first six seven episodes. Yeah, it adds layers. Like the, that age even gap. Even the slow thing parts really adds even layers. The slow to parts it. are so well handled. I'm like, this is so interesting. Yeah, like the characters have quirks that are interesting. The characters' flashbacks are interesting, and and the flashbacks are so you know ca- like intense and interesting that you don't. You're not like overwhelmed by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's an, one of the best shows I've probably the best show I've seen this year easily. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm ready for a second season for sure. For me, I've finished oh, the first season, god. so yeah. I, and I, I, my god, I, I, I don't want to say anything. I feel like I'm spoiling shit. Just please watch the show. Yeah. If you have time, if you're looking for a show. If you're a show, a movie junkie, or just just a TV junkie, you you definitely should watch it. Yeah, I I finished Doom Patrol too, and Doom Patrol is kind of, it's not like uh, it's not like Titans. It's kind of silly, honestly. Okay. But it was still really entertaining. But it's. I I figured with what I saw from those characters that it'd be more on the silly side. And it's. That episode was nothing compared to how silly the actual show is. Actually, one okay. of the girls from um, Doom Patrol came and spoke at my school uh, a couple Are weeks you ago. Serious? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So <laughs> I was I was shook. Well, maybe I'll talk about about this off camera because it is kind of a spoiler. But um, did did you, have you been watching anything else? Anything new? Uh, no, I haven't. No. Nah. I got a chance to, uh, I don't know if I mentioned, I caught up on some stand-up specials. I watched Dave Chappelle's new thing. I did too, yeah. Uh, it was funny. As always, he's the goat of controversy. Yeah, the edge. He did good with the yeah. edge. That's. It wasn't as funny as his older stuff for me. Oh, definitely not. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I like his, uh, he approached topics that like nobody wants to approach. Mm-hmm. And and his perspective, like his perspective on the Michael Jackson stuff, is so funny. Yeah, it is. It's so it's so weird. It's so out there. Like it's so unpopular. Yep. Uh, but it is hilarious for me. And the other stand up for me, and this is a guy I like. I don't know how many people know him, but Bill Burr. Yeah. Uh, has a new stand up. Yeah. He and it's it's. I mean, it's exactly what I wanted from him. Okay, I, I haven't watched uh, his yet, but. I heard a lot about yeah, it's it. good. And I also watched, I've been kind of on a Netflix kick lately. Uh-huh. Uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie. Between Two Ferns? I don't know if you ever saw, so, you know, Zach Galifianakis, the, the hangover guy. Yeah. Uh, he had a little show on YouTube where he, it was kind of like a joke where he was interviewing celebrities. Oh, okay. Yeah. He even had Obama on one episode. Like, he has a bunch of actors. Mm-hmm. So they made a movie out of that for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not good. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny because it's him and, and famous people, but and it's kind of like a, a 
like a joke documentary. Oh, uh, okay. But it's just a comedy. A comedy has to make me laugh. Yeah. It has to. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it just, it didn't. <laughs> Maybe a couple times, uh, but not much. Okay, that's fair. I mean, the the writers of The weekend. I mean, not The weekend. The Hangover, are so special, man. Because, like, all these guys struggle to be funny since then. For sure. Yeah. and, and um, Well, Bradley Cooper has become, like, a real actor. Right. But be, he, to his credit. He hasn't been funny at all since. No. Um, and then the dude from The Office, uh, I don't know his name. Yeah, the one, yeah, the one yeah. with the glasses, though. Shit. He he's very typecast as like the clown. Yeah, and he wasn't he in the um, like a vacation the oh, RV God, or something. Yeah. yeah, vacation. That was trash. So bad. Like I said, he's struggling too to be a funny guy. <laughs> he was in uh, he was in that movie with Owen Wilson. What's the like? It's about like their dad, their foster dad, or some shit like that. Oh, <laughs> it, it was terrible. It I was remember so hearing bad. about that. Yeah. Owen Wilson needs to stop too. Both Wilson brothers need to stop. Him and Luke. I mean, I haven't seen Luke in a while. <laughs> well, and I'm good on that. Like, I don't need to see him. Luke has some classics, though. He has some a classics. couple. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, should I get into the Joker thing or let it go? Uh, yeah. Just know that there's some wild stuff about Joker uh the movie with correlating to the Dark Knight uh Aurora uh, incident. So I am planning on seeing it. Maybe after we both watch it we could talk about it. Yeah, I, I wanna see it too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. When does it come out? It comes out this Friday? Uh October I think next Friday. October third, maybe fourth, something like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got, man. You not go see Ad Astra? Nah. <laughs> While you ask I'm that, good. I've I've seen enough space movies too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brad. You're like three movies too late. Why is Brad like this year? You know, Brad doesn't act much, and this year he's just coming out the gates with like three big movies. He's, he was so good in Once Upon a Time. The Ad Astra looks really good, though. It looks like he's good in it. Yeah, it's just... Like we said... I'll, I'll catch it. I'm not going to theaters, but I probably will watch it, you know, eventually. Yeah. I'm a little tired of space movies, too. They're getting repetitive, and I don't know what else they could be doing up there in space to, you know, do over and over and over again. Right. Um, have you seen that movie on Netflix? I think um, Anthony Mackie and Margaret Qualley is in there. Uh, o, what's it called? It's like two letters. O C maybe. O C something like that. I O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I O. It just looks like Oblivion with Anthony Mackie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That is exactly what it looks like. I was like, is this not Oblivion? It's the same thing. Everyone went to Titan. They're left. Like, or everyone went to one of the moons and they're left there on Earth. What's the difference? But 
I don't know. It's the the lack of originality is really getting out of hand. I know. That's one of the reasons I'm excited for this this next Will Smith movie. Because we haven't seen it. It just looks like something a little different. It doesn't even look that different, honestly. <laughs> I was about to say it's not that much different. I could think of a couple movies, maybe if you give me some time, I could find something that it was just like yeah. probably. No, nah, but Definitely. I, I am. I'm interested in it. I'm not going to see it in theater, but I do want to see it eventually. Yeah. If I if I see it and it sucks, I'm done with Ang Lee. I'm never I'm never watching his any of his movies again. Really? He's let me down way too many times. What other one recently? I mean uh, Hulk was awful. Hulk with Eric Bana? Oh, he did that one. Yeah. Who? The I don't bad even, one. I still don't even know who the villain was in that. <laughs> that movie was if you're gonna make a rom- romantic, like, I don't know, mystery movie, why the fuck would you put Hulk in there? Yeah, who was the villain? Me? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember a like bunch eight. of electricity going crazy at the end. It's been like a decade since I've seen that movie, and I never want to watch it again. <laughs> right. Obviously. Yeah. But I hate it. And this is a hot take. I thought Life of Pi was overrated as hell. Oh wow, that is a hot take. I, I know it is, but it's just. <laughs> wow. Life of Pi is overrated, for sure. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying everything he does is bad. Yeah, I didn't know he did Life of Pi. I mean, he's done some. He has classics. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He has Brokeback Mountain classic. classic, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon classic, super classic. So I, I you know, I mean, I'm, gi- I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but to see this movie. Oh, well, I don't think it's going to be a classic. I can tell you that. There's not enough people in it for it to be a classic for me. Clive and Will, I need more. Clive Owen's been MIA lately. I know. Yeah, at least give me someone relevant if you're going to put Will in there and try to make a classic. He's almost just like he's become a villain. Like he's just been a villain the last like five years. Yeah, yes. Since... (laughs) Since like born, he's been a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was a villain and born. <laughs> That's like the first time I remember him being a villain. I haven't, yeah. maybe once or twice since then, he's been the good guy. And that show that I'm excited never made for it. that. Uh, speaking of born, I'm excited for that uh, uh, Ford like versus Ferrari movie with Matt Damon and, and yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Christian Bale, yeah, that shit looks crazy. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be good acting in there for sure. Definitely. I I need Matt to um, gain my confidence back. Because I'm starting to think he... He's had some stinkers last few years. I'm starting to think he's just born. I, Jason Bourne, I don't think he's good at anything else. <laughs> he's he's always going to be Goodwill Hunting for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. But si- since... Yeah, that was his per- perfect role. Since the Bournes, I haven't seen him do anything I liked. Not one thing. Come on, really? Nothing. Not one. Nothing. He wasn't. He wasn't great in, uh, dude, The Martian. The Martian was okay, but, but it wasn't okay for me. It was more of the story than it was like him acting. I'll give you. I'll give you that. But he was. He was funny in it though. He was. Yeah. And then, you know, Childish Gambino helped also. It, it, he helped me like the movie more. 
Cause that was he was part of the reason why I even wanted to see it, honestly. But Shit. that what was the one Ever After? No. The I'm l lo- I'm looking at it, dude. I might be on your side here. <laughs> Shit, there's some bad ones. What was that one called I'm thinking of? The after I think it was called the Ever After. Hereafter. Hereafter. That was yeah, that's, super that's trash. like a religious movie. Super awful. Yeah. And then um Oh man, he's got some bad ones. The Great Wall. Ugh. Suburbicon was trash. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean downsizing. Trash. <laughs> what are you doing? Elysium? Ew, dude. <laughs> Any movie Matt Damon has to shave his head for, I don't want to see. Oh, (laughs) man. He was in... I forgot he was in Interstellar for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Cameo. I'm not giving him credit for that. No. That's what I'm saying. Since Born... Come on, man. (laughs) It's been trash. You you went to the worst one, though. Hereafter was like the worst one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying since then. That's when it started for me. Dude, the Monuments Men? That fucking sucked. <laughs> I didn't even see that, I don't think. I skipped that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I'm looking at it now, too. Any, George Clooney shouldn't be directing. That ends that. He is a bad director, yeah. Um, What else we got here? What is the Zero Theorem? Uh, I mean, he's had some goat movies though. Like his older, he, I, I, I agree with you that he's kind of fallen off. No, don't give me. I I love Matt Damon. Before, like pre-born, I loved him. I love all his movies. I loved them during Born. Yeah, yeah, during Born, of course. Departed, he was incredible. Of course. Uh, Invictus was probably his last, and Green Zone was all right. Invictus was probably his last. I didn't like Green Zone, but he was good in it. Yeah. That was it for me after that, though, because then Hereafter is next, right after Green Zone. Oh, adjustment Bureau. Oof. <laughs> I didn't like Contagion. We, oh, we bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. was whack. Promised Land was really bad for me. Uh, honestly, The Informant might be his worst movie. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that one. I have, yeah. I'll give him some credit for True Grit in the remake. He was he was pretty good in there. Yeah, he was. He was. That was I think the same year as as Hereafter. Yeah. Contagion was eh, Contagion's average. I didn't like Contagion at all, but I I understand why people liked it. But I don't like those kind of movies in general. Um, and then like you said, Elysium, The Monuments Men. That's where we started going downhill. He got the Martian. He got born. Wall, yeah. I mean, this movie has... He's alongside Christian Bale. Like, if this movie's not good, it's, it's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be good. What is behind the candelabra? I don't know. I don't know a couple of his movies. Oh, wow. Six-year romance between megastar singer... Is that Liberace? And his young lover? Nah, I'm cool. No thanks, Matt. Like I said, <laughs> since he started doing the Borns, I don't know, Matt. I don't know. 
What is the Brothers Grimm? Him and Heath Ledger? <laughs> That's way back, right? I mean, mid-2000s. Yeah. Right around the born time, yeah. but him and Heath Ledger, have, I'm like, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I I vaguely remember look, seeing it. Doesn't look good. Looks like like a fantasy movie. It's a remake, I think, of, or okay. it's an adaptation of a book. I think something like that. He just, <clears throat> I think he's made weird like choices of movies to be in. He has like d- downsizing. Dude, did you see Suburbicon? One of the speaking of comedies not making me laugh. That was supposed to be a comedy. I didn't even I don't know finish what it. What the man. fuck it was? Listen, when I don't finish movies, I really hated it, and I didn't finish <laughs> that. Cause I'll watch them. I completely agree, dude. <laughs> I'll finish a movie and like I just didn't like it. But if I it's the same shit for me with albums. Yeah, if if I can't finish it, man. It sucks. Yeah, I really hated that thing. Like, dude, you made me hate this shit so much, I had to turn it off. Yeah. That's not good. You know, I don't think I've ever finished a Robert Pattinson movie other than Twilight. And he's going to be the next Batman. I know. Oh, did you see what I sent you? With, um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? I like I like the Bruce Wayne interpretation that we're getting in Titans, non-existent. <laughs> Over the Jonah Hill and Robert Pattinson yep, yep. smash. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nah. I'm cool. I'd rather see a the the a Nightwing movie than I than what that is looking like. Yeah. For sure. Oh my God. Especially if, if um Brandon whatever his name is is in there. Oh yeah. Thwait, thwaites or thwaities or something like I'm that. right at it over this Batman he, dude he feels like more of a Batman than I could ever picture Robert Pattinson being yeah oh they already have Jonah Hill he's already listed on IMDB oh no Jeffrey Wright Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon oh my god <laughs> Get out of here. They're, they're trying to make me hate this shit, bro. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon's going to be black for the first time ever. Come on, man. This is wild. I'm done. I'm done, Batman. Dude, they, Don't do it. They can't disrespect probably one of the best like movie superheroes ever. Like, Who's a better movie superhero than Batman? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, Superman? Hell no. No. Anybody from DC? Hell no. Of course not. Even even individually, I don't think anybody from Marvel is better than Batman. I agree. Like movie wise. I agree. I think there's like better actors, but not better heroes. Yeah. It's just the Batman's like character arc is so much more compelling than everybody else. It is. Exactly. That's the thing. It's so much more interesting. You have and like I hope we're wrong. I hope this new whatever interpretation turns out to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And they did get a, a director I'm excited about. But it's just, I'm not liking this. You said they did get one you're excited about? Yeah, Matt uh, Matt Reeves, right? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's the Apes trilogy guy. Yeah, he's he's awesome, man. He's done other stuff that's good. Yeah, Cloverfield, he's those too, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But th- I'm not Jonah Hill as a villain. Whew. I don't like Jonah Hill as a hero. I mean, <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be tough. Now, I the more like over time, I've understood. Um, well, not understood, but I've accepted Robert Pattinson as Batman. Like I've been trying to visualize in my head, and I think <laughs> I finally came up with like what I think would be okay with him being Batman. Like I've I've accepted it. You remember the first pictures when the first pictures of Ben Affleck came out? Yeah. A lot of people didn't like it. Uh huh. I saw that like first picture he had of him like brooding over his uh, uh vehicle or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Batmobile, and I was just like, "This, this looks good." Uh huh. If we get something that at least gets me like, like you said, I could picture him as Batman. Yeah. I'm completely gonna go 180 on this. I'm gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna wait to see the movie. I'm gonna wait to see what people say. And I'm gonna give it, you know, glass half full attitude. Mm-hmm. But until you know, Robert Pattinson, with char- Robert Pattinson has never shown me charisma. And you're asking him to play Bruce Wayne? <laughs> That's a tall order, man. Right. I agree with that for sure. That's as, that probably is his biggest thing. The toughness, you know, it's, it's mostly going to be stuntmen and CGI anyway. But the, yeah, the Bruce Wayne you know, part is going to be the hard part, of course. Yeah, you've you've said it before. You, you've said it every time we talk about Batman. Like, you got to get Bruce Wayne right. You have to. Yeah. Because you, you know Batman's going to do his thing. Like, you, you can, the, the special effects are going to be crazy. I'm sure his action scenes are going to be crazy. Yeah. But if you don't get Bruce Wayne right, you just redid Batman for the fifth time and it's not better, why the fuck would you redo it? Right. And I liked Ben Affleck what is as the point? Bruce Wayne. I know. I do too. Him spitting game to Wonder Woman. That was nice. I didn't really like Justice League, but I, I did like the other Ben Affleck Batman. I'm, I'm talking about in the um, Batman uh, Superman. Yeah. That yeah. one. I liked that him good. in that. that. Yeah. Justice League, nah. Uh, but yeah Justice League is tough for me in in a movie because like what was the guy's name Steppenwolf yeah they had to reach that was like a reach to me like how do you find someone that's really (laughs) like that you need Justice League for like bringing a villain into a movie you know what I'm saying yeah, and it's like he has to really. I mean, you be... look you look at Avengers and you look at Justice League and you can tell what the problem is. Yeah, Avengers, Avengers were setting up the Infinity Stones for like ten years. Yeah, they were setting up Thanos for like ten years. Yeah, and then you put all that together and it you buy into the story. What Mother Box? You never mentioned the Mother Box once. Right. It was never referenced in Batman v Superman. It was never referenced in Man of Steel. 
So there's no, and now all of a sudden we're just supposed to like give a shit about these mother boxes and this fake ass CGI villain that has nobody mentioned or even considered being a threat. Yeah. And on top of that, now all of a sudden your movie has a joking, like fun attitude and your the heroes aren't even scared of the villain. Right. But I'm supposed to be scared of him? Come on. Yeah. We talked about it before. Yeah. Hopefully we're wrong. You know, I like to be wrong on this type of stuff. I just, it's hard for me to to see the positive as as usual. And I. All right, let me play this gem so we can get out of here. Uh, This is the baby intro. Thinking about my grandmama and shit. I got the number one record, they acknowledge the jit. They going crazy when they play a head bobbing and shit. And I'm just someone fucked up thinking about my father and shit. They found him dead a couple days before I started to the same day. I flew back to the city from Miami. I was out there with the fam, just looking at my door. Thinking to myself, like, damn, my baby looks just like my dad. Same time I got the news, my shit went number one. That's fucked up. That shit that was confusing a little bit. You know I flew in with the stick. Okay, like let me know what's up before I lose it in this bitch. And everybody trying to talk. I ain't trying to talk, I'm trying to click. I'm trying to send somebody with somebody let me know. I left them KRK Kirk. You know I rock behind my dad. You know I never gave a fuck about the words. It's about my fan. How the fuck I make it to the top? The same day I lost a nigga that had. How nigga perform on BET in a year ago? Couldn't afford a sound. I had to move in with TG when I went broke, moving out the cash. You know about smiling every day for all your fans act like you have. I spent a hundred thousand laying my daddy to rest, but I ain't brag. I got some questions. I'ma die about respect if I don't get answers. My mama stood up in the chest, took it like a G when she had cancer. My brother be thinking that we don't love him and let him struggle like we ain't fans. Like I won't give up all I got to see you happy, nigga. We shot the world. Everybody know what's happening, nigga. I'm still a giant. My song it just went platinum, nigga. We on our own time, let's go move out to Cali, nigga. Put the kids in homeschool, let's go get us a mansion, nigga. Let's raise our kids right, let's watch the shit we teach them, nigga. Let's start a business for you so they can't say that you leeching, nigga. Hiding on the chosen one, cause sometimes when I be speaking, nigga. Like on this song, I ain't rapping, I'm preaching. If nigga. I love you, then I need let's ya. Go. I fuck with you like Martin, fuck with Gina. Uh, we family like we Venus and Serena. Hey. Let's go get married like we think I didn't Kanisha. Okay. Don't give a fuck about the words about my people. Fact. I don't care what the fuck they told you, we ain't equal. Uh-uh. Niggas ain't cut from the same club these niggas see through hey. and i'll be too busy doing me to see what he do nigga yeah, verse two, that little nigga from the other side. Uh-huh. And I do it myself. Whenever I ride, you know that my brother's ride. Okay. And I still got a lot of shit on my mind that I can't undecide. Yeah, yeah. Got me ready to slide, feeling like Doughboy when his brother Boys died. in the hood, you know how I step, you know how I rep, you know about baby, you know nigga. About baby. You know how I'm coming back for that cross if you ever play me, nigga. Yeah, you know how I got it about the mud and turned to the gravy, nigga. Huh? It hit the rap game like crack cocaine in the 80s, nigga. Huh. Fuck you niggas talking about, bro. Like, oh, oh, my God. Look, oh, my God. Baby on baby, now that's baby on baby. God is great, dog. Baby. Keep going, baby on baby on baby. Huh? Yeah. Rest in oh peace to my daddy. Rest in peace to my grandma. Let's go. If I love you, then I need ya. I fuck with you like Martin, fuck with Gina. We family like we Venus and Serena. Let's go get married like we think I didn't Kanisha. Don't give a fuck about the words about my people. I don't care what the fuck they told you, we ain't equal. Niggas ain't cut from the same club, these niggas see through. And I be too busy doing me to see what he do, nigga. comes out september 29th his album i'm i'm so ready yeah yeah 
Oh my, dude, this might be the most excited I've been for an album. Well, no, Post Malone did just come out. Yeah. I was pretty excited for that one, but uh, yeah, dude, I'm so ready. 13 tracks, perfect. Features look perfect. I didn't even see the features. Who's What features you got? You got? Kevin Gates. Okay, I can see that. You got Gucci Mane, of course, Chance the Rapper. Mm. Nicki Minaj, I'm a little skeptical. I think him and Nicki could sound good. Uh, Lil Baby and Moneybag Yo? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's going to be hard. And he makes really great tracks with uh, Stunna for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like two for two for, as far as I've heard them. Mm. And, of course, Migos have to pop up. Yeah. I, I'm sure they'll sound good together, though. Yeah, I think so, too. It's not overwhelming with features, which I like. Mm-hmm. Cause I do I I don't need him to have a you know feature on every track. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, you got anything else for today? Uh, no, I think we covered everything. Okay. Uh, any any NFL games you're excited for this weekend? Um, Cowboy Saints. This should be pretty crazy. That's probably the one. Yeah. yeah, that's probably first it. Cowboys test. Yeah, that's gonna be big. Yeah, I like to see them in a in a tough game. I, I mean, <laughs> and we we didn't talk about them today, but I mean, they played the Dolphins, right? <laughs> Why would that's we? really the only game that really looks, you know, that looks like anything to me, honestly. I, I'm curious to see what the Browns do with the Rave. I mean. I want to watch the Ravens every time they play, but I'm curious to see if the Browns will ever bounce back. No? I think they will, but it won't be till like, way later into the year. Yeah, okay. I think it's going to take him. I think they won't look like a good football team until, like, week nine. Right. Which is okay. I mean, you know, the Browns is, Browns are not exactly model of success. <laughs> That's true. Painfully <laughs> true. Nine weeks to wake up <laughs> feeling dangerous. Yeah. I'm giving the Browns a pass. I'm not going to give Baker a pass. If he continues to play like shit the next two, three weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to be right at it sitting here screaming at him for to get benched. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. For sure. Um <laughs> I think I'm gonna play some throwback J. Cole for the for the outro. <laughs> Good pick. Might as well. Good pick. Um Yeah, I guess we're just gonna be talking football again next week. We don't have any uh Yeah, I mean when does basketball training camp start? I it's gotta be soon. Right, like right October. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. There gotta be. We'll we'll. we'll gotta be a couple of we'll trades. See. Early training camp. Mm, we'll see. Uh, Iguodala is refusing to go to Memphis camp. Doesn't doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Oh, it starts uh, Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready, man. I missed the NBA. Yeah, I did too. 
happens. It always, it gets to like, I get to August and I'm like, damn, I need the NBA. It's been too long. Right. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, let's get out of here. We'll be back next week. We'll see you guys. As always, thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, share, whatever. Uh, Until next time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You gotta listen. You gotta follow me. What I'm doing right here, man. Like when I say this shit is crazy, I don't mean it's crazy like crazy. I just mean crazy like it's fucking. It's actually crazy. I mean, yeah, seems like I always had crushes on chicks I couldn't have. And then I end up fucking with someone I shouldn't have. See, in my mind, it's like I'm perfect for her. I gotta show her. But sadly, in reality, dog, I don't even know her. But still, somehow, she got my mind infatuated. Absolutely fascinated with the thoughts of what she might be like. Time after time after time, I had to wait. It's, it's fake procrastinating. I can take it, cause I might be right. Cause this is the girl of my dreams. Yeah, hey, is she good as what she sings? Uh, uh, am I lying to myself? Uh, hey, should I try and get some help? Yeah, this is the girl of my dreams. Uh, is she as good as what she sings? Uh, uh, am I lying to myself? Hey, hey, should I try and get some help? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, she passed me on the boulevard. Hey, tell me, is it stalking if I follow her like all the way home without her knowing? Nah, nigga, I'm just curious where she stay at. Besides, when I'm with her, this gon' be the spot we lay at. And maybe I just drive by occasionally. And if one day I happen to see her outside, she waving me. Imagine what she say to me. This ain't no time to be afraid no more. It's time for bravery. No matter if my homies think I'm crazy, this the girl of my dreams. Hey, hey, is she good as what she sings? Uh, uh, am I lying to myself? Uh, hey, should I try and get some help? Yeah, say this the girl of my dreams. Yeah, is she as good as what she sings? Uh, am I lying to myself? Uh, hey, should I try and get some help? Yeah, yeah, look. I spot her walking in the mall, okay, it's time to grow some balls, if she really gonna be yours, oh my god, I'm walking towards her, my mind screaming stop, but my legs keep walking forward, straighten up your face, nigga, she see you coming for her, my heartbeat racing and my hands keep shaking, say something, you shy motherfucker, she's waiting, what's up girl, don't mean to interrupt, but in the city, I done met a lot of women, but you from my dreams, hey, when you come true, I know about a show that we could catch some R&B and rap and you should come through. She said, uh, I'd love to, except I don't like rap. Besides, if I went with you, then I don't really think my man would like that. Damn. Okay, you say you got a man, I mean, I definitely understand. I'm happy for you, really am. I couldn't have been the only fan in the world of a girl like you. I mean, you beautiful, and I'm sure he's a very nice dude. It ain't no biggie, well, I'm sure that I'm gonna see you around the city. Only thing I ask is shit don't work out for y'all, don't forget me. And don't act like a stranger when you see me on the scene. I came up with a world-class scheme to get the girl on my trains. Hey, is she good as what she sings? Or am I lying to myself? Or should I try and get some help? This is the girl of my dreams. Hey, is she good as what she sings? Or am I lying to myself? Hey, should I try and get some help? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I find out the nigga name, know exactly where he's staying. Find out when he leave for work. Hold up, nigga, is you saying? I'ma follow in my car, I'ma cut in front of his. Run him right into the wall, maybe even off the bridge. I give her a little time, then console her while she crying. She gon' take that as a sign, finally she will be mine. I'll be king and she'll be queen when I hit her with the ring. At the wedding, who gon' sing? This the girl of my dreams. <laughs> she is good as what she sings. Or am I lying to myself? And should I try and get some help? Hey, this is the girl of my dreams. And she is good as what she sings. Or am I lying to myself? Think I should try and get some help. <laughs> yeah.